Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Energy and inflation are two major concerns for Americans across the country. The average U.S. gasoline price hit over $5 a gallon last week, and inflation is rising at the fastest pace in 40 years, according to the latest federal report. But even though energy and inflation are major issues for President Joe Biden and are hurting him at the polls, Americans are still hitting the road. In fact, they are filling up their gas tanks at the fastest pace in over three years. So today, Politico's Ben Lefebvre and I discuss why Americans are pumping record amounts of gas since the pandemic began, if there will be a tipping point in demand, and what Biden can do to cut back on gas prices. It's Tuesday, June 14th. So, Ben, gas prices have reached $5 a gallon on average nationally, a big part of broader inflation weighing on President Biden. So why do prices keep going up despite actions the administration has taken to help? Because people continue to drive while supplies continue to have a bottleneck. Right now, it's mostly because even though oil production has in the U.S. steadily increased after the pandemic, the volumes of diesel and gasoline being produced are not yet where they are to meet where drivers are going. The EIA has shown that drivers have purchased more gasoline last week than they bought at any time in the previous year. And it's the highest amount of gasoline that's been purchased in the lead up to summer for three years. So people are definitely getting back on the road. There's just not enough gasoline to meet the demand and therefore prices are getting driven up. Yeah, on that point, so why isn't demand going down in the way one might expect with prices so high? So why are people continuing to hit the roads as far as, you know, what can analysts tell us on that? There's a number of reasons. One is that basically after two years of COVID, keeping people at home, I think there's just a relief to get outside and to go places again. So you would expect prices getting this level, people would rethink their vacation plans, but that doesn't seem to be happening yet. The other reasons are that, you know, unemployment is down. We're at like almost a record low of unemployment, I think, at least a a low that we haven't seen in the past 10 years or so. And wages have been growing. Now, wages are getting kind of outstripped by inflation. But I think just with folks having their wages going up, even despite inflation, they're kind of feeling confident. You know, I talked to some analysts who said where we might start seeing some cutbacks would be just in purchasing things like over at Target or Amazon. Prices there are going up because the cost of fuel is driving up the stores' delivery costs. At least, you know, that's what the latest data shows. Yeah. And do experts expect there to eventually be a tipping point where high prices deter drivers and reduce fuel demand, which, you know, obviously if drivers aren't getting out there, fuel demand would go down, prices would theoretically go down. So is there a tipping point there? We're not sure. I mean, one of the interesting things about right now is that there's so many balls in the air as far as data points that a lot of analysts just say they don't know. I mean, like normally you would expect if prices got to this level, people would cut back, but they haven't. I mean, one of the big things that comes through the data is everyone kind of thinks they're doing okay financially, but you see talk of people just assuming that we're in a recession, even though we're not. I did talk to one analyst who said, well, look, you know, because of inflation, 
We're not quite yet at record high gasoline prices. I think the record, if everything was kind of sorted out through inflationary prices, the record was like in June 2008 with $5.40 a gallon. We haven't hit that yet. We could. Others have mentioned also fuel efficiency is up in a lot of vehicles and it was, you know, 10 or 20 years ago. I talked to one guy who thinks, you know, we'll probably start seeing significant demand crunch coming if we start heading to six or even seven. But we're in a sort of no man's land as far as like what the data can point to right now. So what other options then does the Biden administration have to lower gas prices ahead of the election? They would basically have to start opening up new refineries, have Russia cancel its war against Ukraine and maybe find a whole new oil reserve someplace that would give investors reason to start putting more money into the oil industry, which means that they don't really have any option. I mean, they talked about somehow getting refining capacity increased, but opening refineries is just it's very expensive. It takes a long time and they would be sure to get a huge pushback from the environmental groups if they decided to do so. What I've been hearing is basically the administration doesn't really have any options except to wait it out. And by the end of summer, demand will start going down in the U.S. And also there's a few refinery expansions uh, happening overseas, like in places like India and in the Middle East, that might drive down the global price of fuel, which would then have a knock-on effect for U.S. prices. But that's the only thing they can really do is kind of wait for these new expansions to come online. That had been in the works for years. And, you know, the kids start going back to school and people return from vacations that demand starts settling in and the prices start falling again. Also, on Monday, the Energy Department proposed tightening energy efficiency standards for home furnaces, which would effectively phase out older, less efficient models. If finalized, the Biden administration's rule would be the first significant update to the standards since the Reagan administration. Energy efficiency advocates have eyed the Biden administration's furnace proposal as particularly significant given that gas furnaces account for 15% of annual U.S. residential energy use. But a key natural gas industry group argued the proposal could disadvantage low-income communities since they would be forced to switch to electric furnaces. Under the department's proposed time frame, the new rule will come into effect in 2029. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.